You have to be less in the doing and more into the surrender, the limpness of the arms and the legs. And when we can practice this every single day, my belief is that if we want to go to another level and become even a better swimmer, a better lover, a better friend, a better business owner, a better whatever you want to be in your swimming mode, you will become better. But are you taking time to float? Welcome to Manifestival. I am your host, Danette May, and each week I will bring you epic guests and live coaching where you can come to receive profound breakthroughs and courage to break old patterns and live into your soul's purpose. My mission is to remind people of their power and that they have the control to tap into their energy to achieve extraordinary things. Hi, my friends. How are you doing? And welcome to the Manifestable podcast. I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. I want to talk a lot about 2023 and the next evolution of your growth, meaning your growth in business, your growth in relationships, your growth with yourself, your growth with your family, your friends, the personal things you're experiencing because I am learning some very deep, very interesting things that could be game-changing, not only for me, but for you. So we're going to get right into this episode right now, and we're going to talk about the concept of floating. Now, all my entrepreneurial friends, all my go-getters, all the people that strive and go after things, this episode is for you, because I guarantee the way you've been doing things in the past have gotten you to a certain level of success. And usually these character traits or ways of being that we deem as great or advantageous have gotten us from where we were before to where we are today. Such as maybe you are tenacious, maybe you don't quit, maybe you work really hard, you work harder than other people in your mind. Maybe you know how to manipulate people. Maybe you know how to enroll people into a vision and into a goal that you're thinking about. Now, I want you to really take a minute and you can either pause this or just really think about what skill set have I used in the past that has gotten me to where I am today? What skill set? Was it initiating? Was it delegating? Was it working extra hard? Now, this can either be positive in your mind or negative in your mind. It doesn't matter either way, but just be really honest with yourself. What did I do to get myself from where I was maybe five or 10 years ago to where I am today? Once you've gotten maybe one, two, three ideas listed down, now I really want to encourage you to think about this. Now, let's just say tenacity or delegation or working really hard. I'm just giving some examples that you might have written down were the thing that helped get you to where you are today. I'm here to challenge you that what got you here may not work in getting you where you want to go in the future. And the bigger goals, the bigger dreams, the ways of being that are being asked of you moving forward. We're in interesting times, and I think that we've been all saying this, but we can all agree that the last two years, two and a half years, have 
really shined a light on the idea of illusion. It really shined a light on some of these character traits that we had within ourselves, what we had within our friends, maybe our lovers. And we were like, wow, I either liked that or I did not like that. And it was an unraveler. There were more divorces and separations than ever before. There was a lot of depression than ever before. And I want to challenge us to not think of it as a negative, but as an opportunity to look at what is the lesson? What is the blessing in the unraveling? And for me, I have to say that I saw a lot of disillusion that I could have been taking on and you possibly as well. I also realized that I was and most people were sifting through things that they were like, that used to work for me. This no longer works for me. This way of work does not work for me. This way of being, these patterns, these rituals, these relationships, they're no longer working for me in the same way. I've had time to look at it, process it. I see the disillusion. I see the illusion. I'm going to shift. Now, I want you to take on a new concept. Let's say that you have been a hard worker your whole life, or you haven't always been honest. I want to take on this idea of floating for a moment. Now, when we think about floating, what do you think about when you hear the word floating? What I know is that in the military, in special ops, or anyone who's in like the high-end SEALs, for example, these are like the best of the best in their athletic field. Anytime they get, they have to learn a skill set, which is swimming. Now, I look at swimming kind of like any of us who may not be in special ops swimming within our career, like actually going for it, working, accomplishing, going from A to B, you're swimming. Now, when you're in special ops, before you learn to swim and become a great swimmer, because they're, they learn how to swim for miles, they have to learn how to float. This is powerful. Think about it. Before they can learn about their stroke or their efficiency with their stroke or how fast they're swimming or how slow they're swimming or what is their signature stroke of swimming, they have to learn how to float. I believe that each one of us, if we want to go to the next level in our business, in our relationships with ourselves, with others, friendships, the next visions in our heart, we all need to go back to the basic of learning how to float. And when we do this, it's going to catapult us to the next level. So let me share with you this idea of floating. How many of you have ever gone out into the ocean and just floated? I'm talking middle of the ocean. I remember being in Costa Rica. Now I've floated in pools. Maybe I've even thought I floated in a tub before, but that's not really true because you still have sides, it's not that deep. But I remember we were going out to look at for some whales in Costa Rica and we took a boat, we went clear out into the middle of the ocean to where we couldn't even see any landmarks. There wasn't any islands or any idea of any land nearby. So it was just open ocean, open sky. And we dived into the deep blue sea. 
And there was a feeling of a little bit of fear because you don't know what's underneath you. You can't see any landmarks. It's just you, this ocean, this vastness of the sky. You do have your boat, so you are you do know you're kind of safe. But I remember just thinking, wow, the ocean and the sky is so vast. And I went to go float because you're out in the ocean. We were out there for a long time. And the premise of floating, if any of you have done it, is you cannot float effectively unless some key things are happening. So let's talk about these key things and how you can relate them to your everyday life. So I'm gonna encourage you to take a piece of paper if you can, and I want you to write down the idea that to go to the next level, first you need to learn how to float. And we're using this as an analogy, right? We're using this as an analogy to the go-getter part of you, to this tenacious part of you, this hardworking part of you, this person who's like, I will break down every wall to get to what I want to get to. And let's break that down. So that would be swimming. Swimming's like going from A to B, making the connections, making the moves, doing the rituals, getting the workout in, having the conversations, making the plan, doing the thing, working, striving, going for it, right? That's swimming. Floating's different. And when you swim, let's think about what it requires to swim. It requires your extremities, your hands, your legs. That's a really big thing, right? It requires your hands moving, you using muscles, your fingers, your toes, your legs. When you're floating, some key things need to happen. One, there's no way you're going to float unless you open your chest up to the sky. If you let your chest go down, your butt drops and you're not floating, you actually have to open your heart. You have to bring your chest up and open your heart. And when you open your heart up to the sky, your hips naturally raise and you naturally go into a surrender, an easier way to float. But it's not just that, that it requires open heart. It requires your head and your eyes to look up to the sky or to the heavens. If you're looking straight ahead, you're looking down at your body, you're looking at your body, you're looking at your to-do list, you're not gonna float. You gotta keep your eyes to the heavens, your eyes to the sky. Now remember, your back, your body, the other side of you is to the underworld. As above, so below. Your underbody is to the underworld as your upper body is to the upper world. Your eyes are up to the heavens. As soon as you do that, your head goes back, your heart opens up, and you're in a better position to float. But that's not all that it requires to float, right? Now your breath, the way you're breathing. It requires less go, go, go breath, quick breath, workout breath. It requires this deep, slow, almost just methodical breath. It's a surrender breath and it's deep and it's slow, which is sometimes opposite of the go-getter swimming breath, which comes when your extremities and everything is moving. The surrender breath is deep and slow, deep and slow. Take those words in. Eyes to the sky, deep, and slow, heart open, but that's not all. These extremities on your body, 
these extremities of your hands that are tend to pick things up and do things and your feet that tend to move and march and execute forward and backwards they have to surrender slightly to the side of your body and they have to open and be relaxed they can't be in going and doing mode they have to be open slightly and relaxed so this concept of the extremities being open and relaxed the heart open the chest open the eyes to the heavens the breath deep and slow and steady all of this creates floating what if we were to take this concept and start putting it into our everyday lives less rushing less looking down at our phones looking down at our bodies looking ahead and more to the heavens through prayer through the looking at the stars doing what the ancient theologists do all along which was looking at the stars having your heart open your shoulders back your heart open receiving what's presenting itself to you your breath being deep and steady and slow meaning being present to each situation you have to be present you have to be less in the doing and more into the surrender the limpness of the arms and the legs and when we can practice this every single day my belief is that if we want to go to another level and become even a better swimmer a better lover a better friend a better business owner a better whatever you want to be in your swimming mode you will become better but are you taking time to float and also a way to check if you're taking time to float is to look at how long it takes for you to get yourself out of a trigger meaning an irritant a frustration anything that someone says or does that creates this irritation in your body is an instant irritation that keeps you from floating so floating is the ultimate presence floating is the surrender you can't have agitation and float you just can't you have to have a surrender a peace a looking to the heavens looking to the sky heart open to be able to float so the quickest way to know whether you're floating or not is to check into your triggers and as soon as you have a trigger to recognize it's your thoughts that are creating the feeling of the trigger so can you switch the thoughts can you rewrite the storyline rewrite the script so that you can get back into the present get back into the peace and the surrender and the deep breath within your body so you go back into floating this is the deepest work i'm doing and i sense it will be the deepest work you will do as well let's do the floating for 2023 and see what truly transpires from this space i hope this episode's been helpful for you please leave a comment share this out share it out on your social tag me so i know that you receive benefit from this episode I love dropping in with you. I love sharing the wisdom that I'm learning, doing it with you, growing with you, but I love hearing from you as well. So go ahead and leave a comment if you're on YouTube. If you're watching this on podcast, please share it out. You can click that little share button in the upper right-hand corner of the podcast episode and then tag me and I would just love to hang out with you and to know that this has been beneficial with you. Thank you for all of your love. I'm sending you all the blessings and cheers to more floating. Oh, 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 oh,